Hey, everybody, this is Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D here to do an episode of Best Flicks with Ricky D. I have been joined with Josh. He is the head of the Twist My Arm podcast. He is suffering from COVID and he <laughs> saw the Matrix Re Resurrections in theater. How you doing, Josh? I'm good. I'm starting to kind of think that that's where I got COVID was at the Matrix. Like would not surprise me if that now nah, there was nobody there. Who am I kidding? <laughs> It was me and my three friends, and that was about it. Yeah, all sitting in different corners. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I watched the movie last night. I definitely enjoyed a lot of it. It was, I think it's a good watch, but we'll get into uh, what exactly we thought about the movie, but I'm doing good. Good. Also, also, Happy New Year, because we're recording on New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year's to you, Happy New Year's to everybody else, and Happy New Year's to Ryan, who is also here with us and is also suffering from COVID. So <laughs> we have a COVID-packed cast today. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well, actually. Um, couldn't couldn't say the same uh, for like a, you know, the first three or four days of COVID, but uh, I'm getting better. <laughs> good, good. That's the it's a very interesting experience, right? Oh yeah. Like it's not it's not what you think. Cause I was I was always like the guy that was like, ooh, it's just the flu. And now I'm like, oh, this is not just the flu, like at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I slept for like three days when I got it. Just I was like, I'm gonna tap out, I'm gonna use this as an excuse, and I'm just going <laughs> to go away so much sleep i think i slept 19 hours like the second day i had it <laughs> dang dude i should have done that why why didn't i think of that i just <laughs> i just did podcasts <laughs> all right well we are here to talk about the matrix resurrections this is one of the probably the last big movie to come out in 2022 is it 2022 or 2021 i can't remember 2021 okay last movie to come out before 2022 um <laughs> Uh, it's a huge blockbuster. Everybody knows the Matrix. Uh, the three of us here, we were in high school when the original Matrix came out, uh, 2001, so probably eighth grade, ninth grade ish. And I, the, think, I think it was eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All the sequels came out while we were in high school. Uh, this was a huge series for all of us. So oh, yeah. uh, it's been over 15 years since the last sequel came out. Uh, and here we are with the Matrix Resurrections that, in my estimation, it kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't know about this movie until, like, halfway through the year. So, uh... Really? I, yeah, I didn't know it was uh, coming. So, they announced this a long time ago with, uh... It was, like, it was shortly after Bill and Ted came out. That new Bill and Ted. Yeah. And just at the very get-go, I was like, oh, Great. So the Bill and Ted movie came out and now they're going to capitalize on Keanu Reeves coming back and they're going to make a Matrix movie. And then, you know, next up, we're going to have the Point Break sequel and then all the other. I don't know. So th that speed. was my initial thought. He's going to bring speed, speed back. <laughs> I'd be OK with that, though. I like speed. Come on, Wildcat. Let's do this. <laughs> all Sandra right. So... Not doing much. Yeah. She... Oh, no. She just uh, came out with one on Netflix. She did, actually. It was yeah. really good. <laughs> I didn't watch it yet. So yeah. we were all extremely involved in the original Matrix series. Uh, 
did you want Matrix Resurrections to come out this much later? Is this something you were craving or that you wanted? Uh, I definitely, I definitely wanted another one for sure. Yeah. Um, I I can't say that I wanted it this much later in the game, but I definitely wanted another one just because I it felt like it ended. I mean, the first and second one were so amazing, mm-hmm. and then the third one fell super short for me and i think most people yeah uh, i'm getting that consensus as well um so yeah yeah i definitely not wanted another one and especially i was excited about having another one with uh the kind of graphics that we have today yeah and uh just to see mm-hmm. what they would do with it yeah i i kind of on i'm on the opposite side because the the last one was just so bad i was like ugh, great and I kind of, I guess, I guess I would have, if I wanted it, I probably would have wanted it in the way that I want a new sequel trilogy for Star Wars. <laughs> Just something better than that conclusion. Yeah. You know? Like, it, like I was saying <laughs> earlier, it, the Matrix series wrapped up a long time ago. I was fairly happy with it. Obviously, Revolutions, nobody seems to really love that movie. But the Matrix trilogy as a part is pretty complete. I I didn't know this was coming. I didn't have any expectations. It's worth a watch, but I don't I don't know who this was aimed at, I guess. Yeah, I was trying to think today if it was like it can't be really aimed at new like a new audience that yeah. hasn't seen the matrix because it would it's be aimed so at us dude it's aimed at us it's aimed yeah at the nostalgic people that saw be. this movie no it shouldn't be but that's exactly what warner brothers is doing they're trying to keep up with the nostalgia of star wars and star trek and all that stuff i mean they've bombed on the dc universe so many times that they were like okay uh let's move to something else let's try the matrix and i i think i mean harry potter has been a little successful with their prequel uh trilogy or whatever and it's it's been okay but i think they just needed something else and this movie like really kind of tells you that there was such a, a meta scene where where they were like telling keanu that we're gonna make this game with or without you and I feel like that was Warner Brothers talking to Lana Wachowski, like, we're going to make this yeah. movie with or without you. Very yeah, much so. I, yeah, I kind of, that was an interesting nod to Warner Brothers when they brought it up. Yeah. Well, the first, like, third of the movie almost seemed like pure satire. It was like <laughs> right. a spoof of right. the Matrix. Like, yeah. we're watching the original Matrix through the Matrix Revolution or sorry, through the Matrix Resurrection, and we're seeing scenes from the original Matrix, and it, How was it's that referencing... Anyway? What's that? Because they were showing, like, exact scenes. Like, the very opening scene of this movie is um, the the very original opening scene, but just with a different character. Mm-hmm. And it's I not think... with Trinity, it's with whoever it is. And, like, are they going, are they tapping into the past? Is that what's going on there? that was the that was was the implication like that was the modal or that's what they call it right a modal yeah the modal that was the modal that keanu reeves had 
built. I think it was like a continuous loop or something. So oh. things okay. things that had already happened. And that's why I think they were, they were like, why are they using old code? Or why is this old code kind of showing up in this right now or something? Okay. Yeah. I need to, I guess I need to watch it again because maybe maybe a second watch will make me like it that's, more. That's what really helped me was a second watch. Uh, I'm okay. actually I'm kind of eager for a second watch because you learn a lot in the second half of the movie that you can go back and kind of piece together the first half. So mm -hmm. it that kind of seems like a success, right? All of us want to go watch it again. Yeah, I for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah. Go oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. That's, that's a. I mean, that's a. That's a win for them. I mean, I'm not going to go pay for a theater watch again. I did see it in IMAX, which was super sweet. Um, but I, I wouldn't go do it again. I'll watch it on HBO Max, you know, and and decipher it that way. Right. But yeah, and I, I think the first watch for me was like seeing if it met my expectations and trying to piece everything together on who's who and trying to follow the storyline because it is a little confusing in the beginning for sure because you're like yeah. this already happened are they in the past is this like a weird replay that they're watching and they're also in because that the guy um his name's sequoia the guy that runs the all the monitors i don't know mm -hmm. what they call him he's a famous but, lawyer in colorado isn't Sequoia? That... Oh, that's Sequoia. Oh, that's Sequoia. Oh, that's Sequoia. Oh, that's We should uh, get them as an advertiser. <laughs> but that guy, Sequoia, or they called him Seek, he kept showing up as yeah. like a weird hologram in the beginning. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, I don't know what this is. So I, it is very I like the advancements of this movie. I like the... The fact that like Morpheus was uh, beads, he was like a sentient being, mm. and when he was in the action in the real world, he was just a bunch of like marbles that would talk to you. I I really enjoyed that, and then um, that that character, the whole being able to be holographic inside the Matrix and being able to be there with them, mm. that was that was pretty cool. There were there were some some extra things that they did that that made it really uh show their advancements in this universe that was pretty cool yeah uh one of the things i really latched on to was in this new zion 2.0 they actually harness the power of technology and robots and they allow the robots to help them whereas in the original matrix trilogy anything that was like technology is the enemy Evil. so it, yeah yeah it's like they evolved their society a little bit since the last right. one collapsed mm -hmm. yeah. and they moved they like left zion so who was the leader who's the the girl lady uh was that niobe, uh, was niobe, niobe. Yeah. Yeah. jada pinkett smith plays niobe she does a great job making me hate her um <laughs> but in all the in all the movies or just this last one uh just i don't know man i hated her in gotham too so she does a she's a she's a does a good job being a, a hateable <laughs> hateable lady, um, but she was explaining they like had left Zion and I think they they left Zion so they could create a treaty right with these with the robots. So so now the this is also really confusing to me because 
they have this treaty with robots where they're partners with them and stuff, but they also know that the robots are harvesting humans and keeping them in a matrix. Right? Like, and they're right. cool. Some, the yeah. other robots. The other, uh, what do they call them? Sentients? Sentinels or something? Yeah. I think it's or Synthians. I think it's Synthians are the ones like Morpheus and Sentinels are the like bad floaty robots that like right because they actually brought up a point where because Neo was like he was referring to the the good uh robots as machines and then they said oh they actually prefer to be called Sentients or something okay okay yeah. ah yeah it's just it was weird to me that that was like okay so I, I wonder if they're gonna. This is gonna spawn a new trilogy where they're now trying to. I feel like they have a, to a new power source for the you know, mm -hmm. for the robots. I feel like it's going. It's going to. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like we didn't see very much of Trinity in this as much as like, you know, where she's. I mean, she, we. I spoiler alerts. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. We're there's gonna be some spoilers. <laughs> she can, she, can fly. she she ends up being able to fly. So I mean that that doesn't happen till near the end. So I feel like we haven't really gotten to see her capabilities and what she can do. And I feel yeah. like it's definitely heading in the, another movie direction. The Trinity thing, it was like it was one of the most important parts of the movie, but it was crammed into the last 30 minutes. Like yeah. she was just this person wandering around in a program with a husband and kids and not knowing anything and neo was focused on her a lot but that was it and then all of a sudden she's back to being trinity and she has more powers than ever before and it was just a weird pacing issue yeah for sure yeah they like they and here you know to me the trinity and neo thing it was like they were both the one now it was like they were a dyad in the Matrix. I don't know if y'all remember the stupid Rise of Skywalker, Deus Machina, <laughs> where they were a dyad in the Force. But that's kind of what this seems like they're going towards, where these two create a power together instead right. of just the one of them being the one. It's both yeah. of them being the one, which, heh, yeah. okay. But like, eh. <laughs> it yeah. feels kind of Disney to me. Like Neo, the Trinity loving Neo unlocks their powers. Like love <laughs> is the key. What? <laughs> and there and there's Warner Brothers right there trying to be Disney again and make that money by by going that route. <laughs> love is the answer. No, I mean maybe it'll be something different by you know the end of this new trilogy because i'm sure they're gonna do it like they have to do it i'm oh, sure yeah. it's doing well you know money wise and viewer viewer wise statistics you know yeah. it is getting a lot of hate and but however even nerd hate can boost numbers yeah like yeah. mostly the internet is hating on it but that's still gonna get them money yeah yeah I mean, it could get the the good old cowboy bebop treatment, though, where it was, it was good, and a lot of people liked it, but then a lot of people hated it, and they were like, "Nope, pull the plug." I don't know. I really like Neil Patrick Harris in this. 
Yes. Um, speaking of characters, like he was yeah. one of the best new characters, I think. Um, and being the the villain, I mean, he was he was great. He, and he makes me laugh all the time. Just his stupid little like his cadence, the way that he talks, and just how you can just tell that he thinks he's better than you. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> shut up, Neil. So I, I really enjoyed his character. Did I ever make you watch Dr. Horrible Dr. sing along vlog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Every, uh, you saw it too, Josh? I have not seen it. Oh, okay. No. It's pretty uh, good, it's actually. Better. Yeah. NPH plays Dr. Horrible, the main character. Uh, and it's Is just it musical. It's like, yeah. It's a little like 30 minute musical. They'd made it during the writer's strike. Uh, okay. And it's just this really beautiful little musical. Uh, it's also got. Uh, Nathan Fillion, he plays Captain Hammer, and he's like the like of course really uh, he's an anti-hero, I guess. Okay. He plays a good anti-hero, but anyways, back to Matrix. I'll find it. <laughs> you talk about that all the time, so I, I need do. To watch I love it, it. So, I can... <laughs> so I can know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so Morpheus came back as a different character. Uh, what did you guys think of, like, when you could actually see him as a human in the Matrix? I thought he was a little bit too cartoonish. I know that Morpheus has always been, you know, dressing kind of garishly, and he's always wearing, like, these bright-colored trench coats and everything. But the new Morpheus kind of just looked like a pimp. You know, honestly, I don't remember him dressing so bright, brightly colored, you know. I, I, it looked like it was always a black jacket to me, and yeah, you might be right. Movies. Um, and that it really did throw uh, me. For loop, how about that, my friend? <laughs> well, old that's Morpheus. pretty pimp like old Morpheus. Oh, old, old Morpheus, Morpheus just yeah. Black. He, he wore black in like all the old movies, it seemed like. Didn't he wear some like purple and stuff though? Like, didn't purple? he have some like I thought it was just his glasses sweet. that were like kind of extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find a good picture of of Morpheus, because you know I just I just feel like he wore some some other stuff, and maybe I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm just remembering things wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it was that, and in, in the new Morpheus, it was that bright. Uh, he had like a baby blue one and like a bright orange one. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, okay, there's a purple jacket. But it was always dark. It wasn't orange and baby blue. Yeah, you're right. Some purple. Also, he, this, purple is a cool color. I was gonna say oh, this yeah. is more of a sophisticated pimp. In this movie, he was just kind of figuring out what kind of pimp he was. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it reminded me of like the Better Call Saul of Morpheus's. Like, yeah, you know, like just those bright suits. Yeah. I kind of oh, took but... us off of Neil Patrick Harris really quickly. Uh, oh, that's yeah. okay. He was such a great character. Uh, he starts out as like a therapist for Neo. And he has the coolest looking glasses I have ever seen. Those blue ones? I know, ones. I was jealous. <laughs> They're just yeah. the most beautiful color of blue. It looks like he's wearing yeah. sapphires around his uh, eyes. It, looks, it was so cool. Uh, but then yeah. he ends up being kind of like the architect villain near the end of the movie uh he's he's been like 
training and following and watching Neo and harnessing Neo Neo's powers to build up the robot universe power. This is really technical. No. <laughs> so, so he was, he was the analyst. So he's not, he's like, cause there was an architect, right? In the right. second movie, I think there was mm -hmm. the architect and there was and like the, the, and the third, right? That's when Neo meets the architect. And then there's like the, the key holder and like yep. all these different, it's like different fucking video game bosses. You know what yeah. I mean? And you gotta go get all their different special powers. Yeah, and that, that brings up an issue is the matrix is constantly trying to make itself more and more complicated. Right. Like the first matrix movie, it was Neo there were these two worlds. There was the real human world and the Matrix world. And Neo was trying to save himself, save humanity. Mm -hmm. And every time we bring in a new sequel to the Matrix, it gets so much more complicated. Like the key master, yeah. and the architect, and the yeah. Merovingian, and all these different weird people that are like, they're the master creators of the matrix and it's like why does it have to be this complicated yeah like at this point i want like like a, a diagram or like a chart that shows me like who the creator is and then goes down to the like all of these different things you know to just yeah the matrix tree tell me how this works please because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard it is very confusing and especially and it, now because it feels way more complicated now with this new yeah. movie with having like all the bots and everything that that was really yeah. interesting yeah the bots and, and the, the treaties and just everything that kind of went into this this particular version of the matrix what is this like version 4.0 yeah, i guess you I would say or something but so whatever so Neil update they got is crazy <laughs> So Neil Patrick Harris took the place of the architect, right? So he's like the new architect of this, this matrix. Is that, I don't am I right? Think he took place of him. I think he's just a yeah. separate kind of. That's why I'm saying we need a tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think the architect still exists. I don't think we saw him in this movie, but I imagine he still exists in the matrix. And then the analyst, I guess he also exists together. <laughs> yeah. Like, because he figured out that, like, the humans generate more power somehow in that moment of like despair and night you know like through the nightmares and stuff like that when mm -hmm. you can you have to run really slow um so that was really interesting and I, that's why i was wondering if he was the new architect or something but uh, i don't know i think i hope that his character carries over because matrix is notorious for not really carrying over characters except for smith i guess but like in the second one neo goes into that weird room with all the tvs mm. and the uh, the architect and you never see him again after that mm. and i thought for sure that he would have a bigger part in it you know and then the third one is very uh foggy to me i don't really remember the third one but i don't remember the final boss being very memorable <laughs> So, like, it'd be cool if Neil Patrick Harris kind of continued on, but maybe he's a lackey for somebody else, like mm. a Darth Vader to the Emperor. Sorry for all the Star Wars references. It's just <laughs> not right now. 
but like the the vader to the emperor you know and and we'll yeah. get introduced to like a higher power at some point that i don't know it, it, it i am intrigued to see where they go because like ricky said matrix was a big part of our like kind of childhood our teenage years and like one of the oh, biggest yeah. movies of our generation so of course i'm going to care about the story like i don't care what anybody says like of course you're going to care about the story you're going to watch it just to see where it goes right and that's kind of how i feel about it if they come out with more yeah i'll watch it yeah right i would, be, I would like to see where they would go with it uh do you guys have anything at this point that you wanted to bring up i don't want to be like directing oh, everything oh i mean there's so much. I mean, there's like, think about the effects. The effects in this were crazy. Also, I want to talk about Neo's powers, first of all. Yeah. That's something that I really want yeah, to bring up because what the F? Like, all he had was like the push pull power. Yeah. In this one, he didn't really do anything. He couldn't fly. Um, he, he, could... he was barely fighting in the fight scenes. Yeah. Like, he... And Keanu Reeves has been doing the John Wick. And all of that stuff in the meantime, it's not like he got old and fat. Like right, he's still right. capable of doing action scenes, but he hardly had any. He just held his hands out and it kind of made him the bullets. Made him kind of like look like a chump, I feel like, in this one. Like he was supposed to be the badass of the Matrix. I mean, in the real world, he I, that's one thing I remember of the third one was him stopping the aliens or the machines with his thoughts oh, right yeah, yeah in the real world so that's pretty intense for you know being outside the matrix and still doing that i would i would feel like he would have i don't know a little more powers maybe shoot lasers from his eyes or something like <laughs> yeah know? that was definitely what lacked in this movie for me was just i wanted to see neo just like i wanted to see it all snap back for him and just watch him like really kick some ass and it in the first and the second movie, less than the third, but he had that, he had like a certain style the way he fought that was just very fluid and really cool looking. And yeah. I just didn't see like a whole of whole lot of old Neo in this. Yeah. I mean, he is old Neo now. So, yeah, right. I guess he is technically old. Maybe Neo. he does have a hard time with like those kind of, you know, acrobatics and fight scenes and stuff because you know the older you get i mean my back hurts i'm only in my 30s <laughs> i don't want to be up to any wires <laughs> yeah i no mean with the graphics today i mean they could have made i mean they did most of the fight scenes in the you know the second matrix those ridiculous ones at least cgi yeah. oh and you could where he was fighting the million mr smiths mm -hmm. yeah and you could like it was straight from the video game uh, like yeah. just that yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> seriously like they they could have pulled that right from the video game but yeah you're right they, they could have done a lot more with his his fights i guess i yeah it was like ricky said it was of... just a whole lot of him holding out his hands <laughs> yeah and there wasn't really a lot of fights between anyone was there besides uh uh S sadie sadie and bugs and like that new crew kind of had some right some cool scenes but for the most part it was them running away from bullets and neo stopping rockets and throwing you know mm -hmm. things with his mind so 
yeah, a little lackluster on the on the action as well. That's uh, oof, I didn't. It's great to analyze it with you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was weird the name Bugs. I mean, for uh, for uh, a movie that's based on like computer code and everything, Hacking. you would think. Like I was very confused in the beginning when he was like, "Oh, bugs." Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, there's bugs in the system," and then he's like, "No, that's my name." Like Bunny. But yeah, yeah, yeah like Bugs Bunny. And then it was like, and then it made more sense because then she had the rabbit tattoo, which was an interesting callback to yeah. the first movie. Yeah, she said, you, know, you have to follow me. But I, I thought about it was. Oh, what's that? I said, let's talk about those callbacks because I feel oh, like yeah. some of them were really, really shoehorned in. There, like, there was one point where he was talking about his Matrix video game, and it was, it was basically like Keanu Reeves was staring into the camera and going, "You guys remember the Matrix? That was <laughs> awesome!" <laughs> like, there's, no, I was in it. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't actually say that, but just the way he's talking about the Matrix and his video games and the three video games in the past and the new one coming up, it was just like. Oh my God, this yeah. is so in your face. <laughs> yeah, and like the the uh, the opening scene was very like, that's not just a callback. That is the opening scene, and then there was uh, even like the the fight scene down in the subway. It's it's in the exact same place with the same color palette, and he mm -hmm. hits the same exact pillar and breaks it the same exact way, and like there was there was a lot of that stuff. Where I was like, oh, they're just. Again, kind of pandering to the nostalgia of people that love the Matrix, you know, because they'll be like, oh, I recognize that. Sweet. Like, <laughs> look, I was with some dudes. I don't think they'll ever listen to this podcast, but I was with some dudes that like they were way too into it for, <laughs> for what the movie was. And uh, <laughs> they, like, like there were scenes where like, like you could just hear them like, oh, sweet. Like. And you're like, oh man, it's I mean that's kind of cool, I guess. And then like and then laughing at all of the jokes that weren't funny in this movie, because there were a lot of jokes that fell really flat. And <laughs> I feel like they tried really hard to like it. And I'm I'm hoping that the other guy I was with kind of talked them down on the ride home. Cause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I I I kid. I I'm sure if they really enjoyed it, then great. But it was just it's kind of weird because I was like, man, those those aren't really that's not really funny. And then like I'm saying, it's pandering to people and they're just loving it. <laughs> so yeah. On a case in point. <laughs> I did like the cat named Deja Vu, Neil Patrick's Harrison, uh Harris's cat. I yep. can't believe I know I saw his name was Deja Vu, and that should have like keyed me into the fact that he was part of the Matrix. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, deja vu, that's cool, because the cat from the other movie represented deja vu. But no, it was... It was it's a, like one of the dead giveaways. Yeah, it was a giveaway, and I missed it. <laughs> yeah. I was I was too, like, worried about if I was going to like this movie or not when I saw that cat at first, you know? <laughs> I was like, okay, new character. All right, what is this guy all about? Oh, cool cat, sweet. And then mm, back to Neil Patrick Harris, like... So it was a good misdirection for sure. Um, I did, I did laugh really hard when I saw 
when Neo was just sitting in his tub with the rubber ducky on top of his head. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. that's very, un- I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if like that was an improv thing. <laughs> yeah. That was wonderful. I did like how they kept him in the matrix with the pills. Like, and it was mm-hmm. something that he thought he was doing on his own. And like, it was really, it was really clever the way that they kept him in there and like how his memories that he has are the game that he, that he made. So instead of him remembering like stuff that he did to the the Sentinels and like all that stuff, they, they kind of kept him in this, like, Oh, I made this, this really cool game. And I, yeah, I remember that it was in my game. It was, it was awesome. And like, it was it was a it was a brilliant idea for the robots to harness some superpower from the dyad of the matrix, I guess. Yeah. I did like how they tied that like his memories and stuff to like mental health. And it's just like him having like mental breakdowns basically. And that's what they yeah. blame it on. They're like, no, you gotta take these pills. And yeah. the pills were different. You guys notice that? Yeah, they were like up I did. a little pills. bit, yeah. They were like kind of metallic yeah. instead of gel caps. Yeah, the other ones look like uh yeah, these are the new ones. Yeah. And the old ones look like NyQuil pills. NyQuils, yeah. <laughs> I bet they were. <laughs> They're like, man, I can't take another NyQuil, man. I'm getting so tired. Please, let's not do another shot. <laughs> uh, Can we move on. <laughs> so another character that returned was the Merovingian. Do you yeah, guys remember the Merovingian from uh-huh. the earlier movies. Yeah, the French, the French guy. The French guy. Yeah, yeah. He went no, to dinner I... with Neo, uh, and like he brought that woman in the white dress with him. And when she ate a strawberry, he programmed it so that strawberry gave her an orgasm. Yeah, and then and she my had my to go eyes to must have been rolling back at that point. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. <laughs> this uh, is in was... the second. Reloaded. Yeah, that was back on Reloaded. But he was the guy that was like oh, covered in rags and his hair was all long and he was just oh, kind of chasing Neo oh. around and like shouting yeah. like threats at him and stuff. He was like the the end is near guy holding up the sign. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And there uh, were yeah. like weird like relevant threats like like you guys are all texting and it was all it used to be all about like real life and stuff like this and like conversation like it was like right, yeah. weird like relevant things that he was yelling at him yeah and i like that back in matrix reloaded he was just this very well put together frenchman in a suit who spoke with an impeccable accent and he was just in charge of everything and now in this new matrix in this world that's evolving he's just an insane man insane yeah he was he was pretty crazy for sure I liked him though. I I don't remember him from the old ones. See, I need to go back and watch the old uh, ones. Again. One of my friends, actually, uh, anybody that listens to our network knows Jesse, and Jesse mm. used to live with a guy named John, and he was obsessed mm. with the movies, and he was obsessed with the Merovingian. Obsessed is okay. that's not the right word, but he was. I <laughs> uh, he he was pretty involved with the movie. He really knew what was going on. Yeah. Okay. I remember John. I love John. I miss John. <laughs> uh, John is the only person that I've ever met who can light a cigarette with a match in the rain 
while riding his bike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. It's. <laughs> that's yeah. A pretty. Yeah. It should be like on America's Got Talent. Yeah. We should we should make a t-shirt. We should basically make a best flicks t-shirt of a dude in the rain lighting a cigarette with a match. <laughs> that should oh, be my bike. new mascot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. John, if you're listening, hit us up because we'd like to take pictures. <laughs> How did you guys right. feel about Neo not having bullet time anymore? Like that bullet time abilities. Well, I thought he kind of did, didn't he? Well, like Neil Patrick Harris like took over. Like, remember he like Neo couldn't move really fast when he was trying to go talk to Trinity. Like oh. Neil Patrick Harris like took away that bullet time for him and like only made it available to, available to himself. I guess. Did he have like a button that he hit or yeah, something, something? Or like he's yeah, it was time. really interesting. Like, I'm I'm the timekeeper. He'll slow down time. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, really weird for me. Neo definitely didn't have his bullet time powers then. And I can't really think of any other like bullet time was a major part of the first couple of movies. And I don't remember yeah. it really showing up in this one. Yeah. Yeah, except for no. what Neo Patrick Harris does. So. Right. That was interesting. It was all about Neo having that new power. Just like yeah, telekinetic abilities. I, I think I remember one of like his hacker bro guys, like one of the programmer dudes, ran up to me. He's like, bullet time, man. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there was so much cringiness in this. There was. You are correct, sir. There was a lot of good. Oh, man. It was good. It was good cringiness, I guess. Kind of. Maybe chuckle. That's for sure. And how would you guys but... feel about the bots? Like... It felt like a zombie movie at certain points of this movie, just because there were so many bots like coming, like they started raining down from the buildings and stuff, and like dive bombing the cars. Like it was just really crazy for a while. It was like World War Z or something. Yeah, yeah it was kind of creepy for sure. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it went a little horror esque for a minute there when all that stuff was happening. But I mean, and I thought it was an interesting take on it now again the the upgrade the matrix version 4.0 now has these bots that the right. the robots can control or whatever to keep everyone in place keep them all yeah. in line you know because the the agents weren't working well enough right it's like assume. upgraded software yeah yeah because it just transfers to whatever's around it's like and the agents like, used to be able to like morph into different people but with the bots, it's like they're always in charge. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, imagine like a swarm good. of nano nanobots like flying through the air constantly, like watching and over, you know. What if there were people jumping out of skyscrapers trying to hit your car? Would that not be <laughs> the most horrifying thing ever? I'd be it so pissed. Be. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? I, there'd be so much vomit in my car. Like every time <laughs> I saw somebody just like splat, it would just. Be, <laughs> I yeah, and I'd be like You're crying right. and eating and like hitting people. Why? Like, <laughs> Why? I'd be a wreck. <laughs> Therapy for years after that, decades. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I couldn't handle it. Ricky, what would you do in that scenario? Uh, as much vomit as Ryan would have been making, I would have been making that much laughter. <laughs> just watching bodies splash off of the ground, and I'd just be oh cackling, and I'd just be driving. Just turn the windshield wipers on real quick, yep. spraying it with some some spray. <sighs> Great, wonderful. Well, on that note, I'm running out of things that I really need to talk about about this movie. Do you guys have any other important thoughts? You know, I'm, I'm me. We always got to talk about the soundtrack. Um, I feel like the music of this movie was also very lackluster. It, like if you go back to the, out. yeah, you go back to that original Matrix soundtrack. That shit started so much like that. Those tracks from from that original movie were played in so many other movies. And then a lot of those bands that came from the original Matrix blew up from that soundtrack. It was crazy. It was, yeah. I mean, they're the I owned I owned uh, the first and the second soundtrack. And it's like the only movie soundtracks that I've ever got. Was but Linkin they were Park great. on it? Huh? Was Linkin Park on it? Maybe. I know like I Rob Zombie was. And like Prodigy was on that, I believe. Because so, like, uh, I think Firestarter was in that thing. Marilyn Manson, Ministry. Um, I got it right here, finally. <laughs> but there, I mean, there was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ministry. Uh, the Prodigy. Uh, Rob Zombie, Deftones was one of the big ones on there. Rammstein was on there. Rage Against the Machine was on there. It was a huge soundtrack with huge, a yeah. lot of like relevant those, bands at the time. And those fight scenes that were tied to some of those some of those songs were like so iconic. Like you, awesome. I can't even hear some of those songs. Like I think there's one called The Chateau, like where they're fighting yeah. in the chateau, uh -huh. and it's like you can't hear that song without seeing that fight scene Thinking or seeing it, yeah. that fight scene with the, without just like hearing the music, you know? Right. The different noises from those songs and stuff. Like I don't know. And in, in this one, they didn't have any sort of like new age bands or anything and there's plenty of music out there that would have fit in this just like you know marilyn manson deftones monster magnet all those bands just like those bands fit into the original 99 matrix they could have done that with new music you know to to help help other bands it was just a little disappointing for me i guess um to not want to immediately go out and buy the soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> would you would you guys want to see another one after this or would you rather it just kind of die off from here now that we peeled the band-aid off i think i <laughs> would like to see some more i was perfectly content with the original trilogy i wasn't asking for any more but now that we're kind of reopening this wound i could go for a little more yeah i agree i would i think i think they set it up enough to where they could really do a really awesome sequel to this um because they i feel like this movie had to establish a lot of like where they are now who's who kind of thing and i think the the next movie they could really hit those those high notes on the fight scenes and stuff like that and mm -hmm. those new abilities that they have 
I, I would be okay with it. Like I was saying earlier, I am intrigued um, to see where they are actually going with this. Um, so I would I would watch another one for sure. Yeah, I would probably do it do it begrudgingly, but and I would <laughs> request that they dumb it down a little bit. It doesn't have <laughs> yeah. to be this complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or at least give us give us a tree, give us a matrix tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, at the at the very beginning, instead of just random numbers falling from the the sky. Have it form into a tree where it gives us like a name of every person. It you just scrolls like the beginning this of Star the... Wars. Yes, some, something, something, or just a picture board with all the different pictures of the faces that are like, this is what this guy does. This what is what about this guy does. A reference sheet that they give to everybody that buys a ticket, and they get just a little, <laughs> That'd a little be cool. card. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Or even just like, and they would do it some stupid, you know, online way where you scan the the code and it takes you to a website that then tells right. you what the hierarchy of the matrix is. So that's cool too. I'm I'm fine with that. But just give us like something. Tell just tell us like a like a time like Star Wars. I have a timeline in Star Wars. I can go back in that and be like, okay, when did this happen? Ah, oh, sweet, tight. Like I know what happened there. Matrix. There's nothing going on. Like I know nothing. <laughs> give me a timeline something all right so i think we're kind of all on the same page i wanted to ask do we recommend it and i think we all recommend it with reservations we've all had a lot of kind of shit to talk about the movie but ultimately it's a good watch right yeah it's a fun movie say, yeah. i'd say it's a good watch but as a matrix fan don't have your expectations like just go into it not having any expectations yeah because i feel like yeah. you'll, you'll be disappointed but i mean it because there's things as a matrix fan that you'd want to see but as a standalone movie i guess you know it's enjoyable to watch mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with that and also as far as expectations go there is an article that was posted by salon on december 30th that had an interview with mcteague um one of the show producers and he said look for us i think at the moment that's it's just the movie you've seen we've got no prequel we've got no sequel we've got no further trilogy uh the writers seem to agree with that saying they had not talked about any sort of uh sequels or anything to this movie so there's nothing in the works yet there's no plans to finish off but this once warner brothers starts story. waving money around <laughs> we'll see what happens Hopefully. Hope, I mean, fingers crossed. Now, now that we talk about it and I get all excited about wanting to watch another one, I'm reading this article <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, shit. But I, I would recommend it on HBO Max. Yes. Don't don't go to the theaters. It, it was cool in IMAX. Like, I was happy. But when I left, I was like, was that really worth the $20 ticket? The and the COVID $10? you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say popcorn and soda, but like, Okay. <laughs> Extra COVID on top. <laughs> yeah, I just watched it on HBO Max, and you could probably tell us that we suck and that the movie's awesome, and that's fine. I I would love that feedback. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you guys want to sign off? Josh, Ryan, tell them where we can find you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> 
course we paused like to let each other talk and then we both talk at the same time um uh instagram you can find me i'm a i'm a painter artist uh, you can find me on instagram at alva fox uh, a-l-v-a-f-o-x-x and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Twist My Armcast. On Facebook, just search Twist My Arm Podcast. And um, that's about it right now. There's a lot of changes happening in this network. So my latest show is called Quest Me, where we're talking about the book of Boba Fett. It is a lot of fun. We just had our first live episode last night. The recorded version will be out probably Sunday, January 2nd. So maybe Monday the 3rd. I have no idea, but check it out. We're going to do Book of Boba Fett every Thursday night live. So if you're a Star Wars fan, come hang out with us. Awesome. Awesome. And I am Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. If you're listening to this, you already know where to find my podcast. You can search Spotify for Best Flicks. You can also find me on Twitter at Best Flicks Ricky D. So that is all we have to say about the Matrix Resolutions. Don't take the blue pill. Resolutions? Resolutions? Resurrections? Revolutions? (laughs) Reloaded?